Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back for an all-new season of Living the Dream. The people have spoken and we've been picked up for another season. Everything up until this point has been one long ridiculous pilot episode and the network decided to make a few changes this year. And they fired Eric. He wasn't testing well with the 18 to 35 year old female demographic, so they canned him. But hopefully he'll be back next season. So until then, happy trails and good luck on the Appalachian. And now here we are, kicking off another season of the Living the Dream podcast. This season, we're gonna focus more on guests who are actually living the dream. Whether it be musicians, comedians, actors, your uncle, models, paper makers, athletes, sleepwalkers, giraffes, candles, gas receipts, space, or in today's case, a music and arts festival organizer. And what better way to kick off the new season than the festival that signals the beginning of the festival season here in New Brunswick? You guessed it, Paddlefest. This episode was recorded at the Honeybeans Coffee Shop in beautiful St. Andrews without the use of our studio equipment, so bear with me. But the important thing is we had a great talk today and Paddlefest is awesome. It all kicks off this Thursday, May 16th to the 19th, and check it out if you get a chance. Uh, Deep Dark Woods, Joel and Bill Plaskett, Hannah Georges, Olympic Symphonium, Force Fields, and so much more. So without further ado, please give it up for Danny Darenrein and Luke McDonald. McDonald and Danny Dernerine. And Perfect. Luke, your role with Paddlefest is? Uh, I'm the fest- festival director slash artistic director. Okay, so do you do like all the booking? Like do you book all the musical yeah, acts? mainly, yeah. yeah. I do all sort of the music side of the event. Nice. And Danny, you are? I am the co-coordinator of all of the outdoor and recreational activities this year. It includes like not only hiking um, and kayaking events, but also some environmental awareness events. Okay, would that include, like, I saw yoga was on the yeah. things, is that yeah. also Yeah, so we're doing, like, of? an outdoor yoga event um, down by the Block House, which is really nice. It's a great spot for... Sunset yoga. Doing yoga. <laughs> nice. Yeah. Awesome. Um, so, I guess just to take a step back, like, so Paddlefest, you, were you always involved, or, like... No, it, um, like, how did it start? Right. So it's actually been going on in St. Andrews for over 25 years. Uh, it was started in the 90s by Jamie Steele and Bruce Smith. So uh, Bruce started it himself, actually. It's just kind of a him and his friends got together and did some paddling and did a beach cleanup and had a barbecue and kind of, you know, yep. jammed. And, and, and then Jamie came on a few years later and kind of grew it into, you know, a, a full-fledged festival in town with, you know, multiple shows going on, and then there was the combination of the music 
and the paddling, and they always had the sort of environmental side as well. And it kind of grew from there over the years. And then uh, Jamie did it, and Bruce did it for a number of years, and then it changed hands a few times. And I came on this six years ago, so this will be my sixth year doing it as artistic director. Oh, so, cool. Yeah. So how did you become the person to take it over? Like, were you... Did you help out before you were? Yeah, I, yeah, I volunteered before that, and I always kind of I grew up around it, you know. Yeah. And it was always an important part of St. Andrews to me and to culture in in Charlotte County and, and Southern New Brunswick. I found it always very important and a kind of a, a great celebration of this of this area. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I was always involved, and I have a background in event management and, and um, promotions. Right. So when it was it kind of came to a point where somebody was looking to step down and i kind of came on and they passed the torch to me and yeah just kind of awesome yeah so how long have you been with the organization dan uh this is my second year as co-coordinator um so the other coordinator is erica harvey um last year she lived in the area but this year she's doing it long distance from newfoundland okay um and yeah it's my second year i really like it it's a fun way to combine my like love of environmental and and especially in this area it's really neat to be able to do it um with all of the good music around here so yeah so as far as like the environmental side do you do anything outside of Paddlefest? do you organize events um so i'm a marine and freshwater biologist um i in the summer times i work on the quaddy link as a naturalist so with that we're whale watching we're talking to people about conservation um we're educating them about different species and and how to reduce impacts on the environment i think especially that's a big part of our company because that's where the animals live if that if they're not there if they can't live there it's yeah we don't have a business anymore and we want to just be able to do that all the time so that's awesome yeah um so as far as like organizing musical events, do you do any other organizing anywhere else? Like Yeah, I mean, I booked the, the Red Herring Pub here in town okay. and do other events across town during the year. I mean, Paddlefest is kind of my main role right. this time of year. But yeah, I do other promotions and I've worked for other venues and yeah. across the province. So. How long does it take to like really get... Like, when do you start for Paddlefest? Is it year-round? Like, it's year-round, yeah. absolutely. I mean, there's a lot of... You know, I say the day after because everything's fresh in your head, right? Yeah. Of what you can improve on and what you want to change, or so. And then you know, you work a little bit throughout the year, and I would say six to eight months out is really when you're kind of yeah, yeah, starting to get into your scheduling and your maybe you're offering your acts and figuring out what you want for activities and and sponsorships and yeah. applying for funding and so there's yeah a lot of a lot of parts throughout the year. When do you start booking bands? Um, I try every year. I try to be a little bit earlier. I find it it gets more and more competitive. Uh, so I try probably say what nine months out, eight or nine oh, months really? out, in, that in September. Sometimes even earlier. Well, it's funny yeah. because um, I remember two years ago, I saw you at uh, the War on Drugs and Land of Top right. concert yeah, yeah. in right. Portland. Right. So that would have been September of twenty seventeen. Right. right. And so Paddlefest. 2018 in May, it was about nine months, and Land of Talk was the headliner that I think they had kind of, we, you know, you are in discussions, you know, you go through agents and managers generally, so you, you know, you, if you have kind of acts that you want to put an offer in, you seek out their agent, and I think we, I was talking to their agent, I don't think anything was confirmed, but the name came out. mission? A little bit, yeah, (laughs) I mean, I honestly didn't know if they would be within our reach, Right. and you know, and that's something you go back and forth with agents, and, and, you know, but 
but yeah, they, I've always been a big fan of them. So Same. that was, yeah. Yeah, that was awesome. That was a crazy get for me, yeah. That really was. Like, a lot of people, that was, like, them and, like, like, the Bar Brothers was one of the, yeah, one of the biggest, well, a big name, but not, not just big name, but, like, something you heard about for, like, you're still hearing about. Yeah. Like, oh, the yeah, Bar definitely. Brothers performance yeah. from Paddlefest. Yeah. I, I just, like, just I still don't know how we pulled that off, and the whole thing around it was pretty... <laughs> well, like to use a funny word but it was magical just because you know I mean I had tried for years and you know they've been you know as the slip and other bands they've been right. performing for years and just they have such a but that was their first time coming out east in that group and you know it was pretty crazy that we were able to to do that and, and you know it was obviously a very small venue for them but I think after talking to them after they seemed to really enjoy it and enjoyed the vibe and enjoyed you know yeah. people come up to them and just you know thanking them for for coming here and how much it meant to people and yeah you know yeah. that was insane yeah I forget was it it was the pink floyd cover that they yeah they the end shine. of the set yeah that's right the end of the set with and there just was insane and there was the song oh, i forget what the song's called but there was a song where the whole crowd uh, went silent quiet <gasps> yeah that one was my yeah. favorite well that's just even the darkness has arms <laughs> yeah. that's, i yeah. remember it was my first yeah. podcast well, that's, that's such an insane thing to make an entire crowd be completely silent absolutely yeah, yeah. like to really no. hold a crowd like that to yeah. hold the attention yeah. it's like it's not just like a musical feat but it's like the respect that yeah. the crowd has for the performance yeah yeah absolutely like, no that doesn't happen very it just often. sends chills when like yeah. you're at a everyone's usually so rowdy at oh, a concert, yeah. right? Yeah. And for everything to just yeah. stop on a dime. Yeah. Yeah. Was, oh, yeah. Everyone had tears in their eyes after yeah. that set. Well, it was. It's just it was you're so not powerful. used to that. No. You're, you're used to being the festival rowdy. setting like that. Exactly. To get like, everyone to you know and like yeah. well I, I saw them in uh, I saw them in Fredericton that real small room at the t- oh, I forget the, the street yes, yes. Right. right so I saw them there and mm-hmm. they did the same right. they did the same thing brought the crowd down to nothing yeah and it. It was almost as good, but then there was that one drunk guy that was like, woo! Oh, really? uh, you know what I mean? In the middle of it. Yeah. Right. So, and that was a smaller room, so you kind of expected it to be, to go okay, and right. it didn't. Right. But then for the festival, <laughs> right. to really all have that respect. and yeah. like, Yeah, that's still probably one of my highlights absolutely. Of, of the festival, and you know. People yeah. still talk about it. Like I said, it's, yeah. it's, a, yeah. it's a highlight of a, yeah. like, all show I I see a lot of live music. You see a yeah. lot of live music. Yeah. That's a highlight of like all the shows yeah. I've ever seen. And that like you know the amount of work that we put in all year and the stress and just the the stress of the weekend because it gets very stressful right. obviously. And but things like that make it all worth make it, it all worth it. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. absolutely. Yeah, yeah, that's crazy. Um, so you said that was one of your highlights. Do you have any other highlights that you that come to mind from um, the past? I mean, just, I guess, just being able to bring in acts like that, and you know, yeah. in a small setting like this, and to be able to grow the festival and, you know, bring in this many people who love music and culture and, and the environment to town is is great, yeah. Would you say that's the best part about having your own festival, like, pretty much seeking out the bands that you want to see? Uh, a little bit, you know, there's yeah. certainly, I mean, that is, I'm not going to lie, that is fun to be able to kind of, you know, have your list and... and you know, we're a small festival, so right. there's a lot of things that are out of reach for us, but yeah. to be able to bring up those kind of bands or the CDs right. or, you know, the list goes on. And also, you know, showcasing a lot of homegrown talent because there's just, yeah. there's a lot of great music here too that, yeah. yeah. So well, like Grand Theft Bus, like how many times have they played right. Battlefest? Right. <laughs> and I mean, 
I think it was the year before Bar Brothers, maybe it maybe twenty fifteen or something like that. Um, just trying to get a timeline in my head, but right. that Grand Theft Bus show in the main stage was one of my highlights of okay. Paddle Fest of all time. And it's yeah. to, and I've seen Grand Theft Bus a hundred times. You right. know what I mean? Right. But it's still like something about Paddle Fest where like you know everybody. Yeah. Like you turn around, and you know everybody. Yeah. People you haven't seen in years. In years, yeah. No, it's but uh, it's always such a tight-knit community feel yeah. that it's not like I said that that Bar Brothers moment it felt so cool because you know everybody and it's like a family yeah. feeling and it's quiet 400 so people yeah club. you're not yeah. like so I go to a lot of concerts in New York right. and I'm the only person I know there right. you know what I mean right. so a moment like that would still be awesome yeah. but when it's with it, when, it's with, when you yeah, feel like with you're your with community, your community yeah, yeah. and you know you're going to be talking about it for right. years to come like yeah. it, it really Something adds we all that experience together yeah, yeah. and that's a big part of the festival is, is that community and, and you know yeah. it's, a, it's a reunion of sorts for people on top of the music and the events it's a great social you know social occasion and reunion yeah. for and, and a way to kind of celebrate the sun coming out and yeah. you know the hope of summer and yeah all those well, yeah, things like it, well I see people posting and sharing Paddle Fest like the poster and stuff and it, everyone's saying it's the start of festival season right. it's the start of summer right. yeah exactly yeah. Paddle Fest yeah. is like the beacon of like we're starting like everything yeah. through the winter yeah. we're, we're gonna be okay guys we're gonna be okay <laughs> exactly. it's finally gone yeah. it really is though it's, it's yeah. the it's the start of everything yeah, yeah exactly um, so like where did I know this is a maybe a weird or cliche question, but like, where did your like love of music come from? Like, what would have been like the first concert or festival you attended where you really hmm. thought I would love to be an event planner or like I want to do something like this? Right. I mean, you know I, mean? I mean, in some ways, Paddlefest was probably the first festival I went to. You know, me right. and me and Owen Steele would go and right. see the shows because his dad put it on, and you know, we were just kind of grew up around it, right. and you know, grew up around you know, music in St. Andrews and, and the old days when, I don't know if you ever came down when there was the tidal pool, which oh, yeah. was the bar and, and yep. we were all underage. So we would watch Hot shows. From, yeah. We would watch <laughs> shows from the back door. This is where the dollar store is now. <laughs> there was Kevin Simmons, Hannah bar there. Yeah. And so a bunch of underage guys would just go and watch shows from the back door, <laughs> you know, so things like that. Right. And I think, you know, yeah, going to festivals around New Brunswick, you know, probably Sunseeker and, and Evolve and festivals like that you know, were great celebrations and our great celebrations of, of yeah. music and culture in the East Coast. So, yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's awesome. So this year, I noticed that there's a stage and some acts set to perform on Minister's Island. So is that new to this festival this year? Or? Right. Um, so we've done that a few times over the years, the last few years. We didn't do it last year because uh, the tides didn't work in our favor, but we've done it a few times, and, and it's, yeah, it's a great addition to the event because Miniatures Island is obviously a really amazing spot and an amazing spot to spend an afternoon listening to very music. Scenic. Very scenic. and just, yeah. I mean, people, two years ago, we did a show with Old Man Ludica there right. and, and an act named Averro, and, you know, people, you know, bring a picnic and a blanket and, and yeah. just spend a few hours on the island in the sun, and, yeah, it doesn't... Uh, in some ways, doesn't get much better than that. Yeah, there's well, always like, like little kids running around, and it's yeah. such a fun show to be at. Yeah, yeah. Well, that again, just like you said, kids running around. It just like the family of like the the atmosphere of Paddlefest is just yeah. it's a family event. Like I noticed, there's is there some kids shows I saw. Yeah, so we're doing a few kids events and kids shows. We're doing a show at the Huntsman Aquarium. Right. So we'll have a performer. We'll be cut out on the lawn there, and then the aquarium is open if people want to go in and do yeah. that. 
to go to a seal feeding and do the touch tank and whatnot. And then, and then yeah, so the Minnesota Island Show is, is kid-friendly and the Kira Amphitheater Show is Kira-friendly. Or kid-friendly. <laughs> nice. <laughs> it is <Yeah>. Kira-friendly. <laughs> it's just friendly. Yeah, it's just friendly. Um, so are there any other new stages this year? Um, so we also have a new community stage. So it's a free open-air stage we're doing just kind of right off of the wharf. So right next to the boat launch down by the wharf, we'll do a free stage and there'll be a lot of local programming and local musicians. And so we're really excited about that. That's something that we've wanted to do for a few years to be able to provide more free programming and and some more, you know, accessible programming for the community. So yeah, that's a new addition. That's a cool spot for a a little stage. Yeah. Um, How many stages are there exactly? Like there's the main stage and then I guess if you include like the Red Herring, you do shows at the Red Herring as well. Yeah. So like... In total, how many stages would there be? There are 12? 12. Overall, the whole weekend. I mean, that includes, you know, venues like right. the Red Herring, and we do yeah. we do shows here at the Honeybeans where we're recording. Yeah. And, uh, and, yeah, so lots of different places around town, and the Algonquin Resort, and Kingsbury, and Minister's Island, and Summer Shores. And so that's a big part, is utilizing the community and, and businesses and attractions in the town yeah. to kind of make it, you know, create that community feel and, and really... Uh, Spread it across the whole town. Yeah, exactly. Are there any other changes this year? Like any additions or things that are Uh, just changes of note? I I mean, I guess this year we're doing a show at the Kira Amphitheater, which is a new amphitheater in... uh, at Kingsbury. Okay. So they built this massive outdoor amphitheater. Yeah, it's pretty, I haven't seen yeah, it yet, but yeah, I heard it's, it's, it's pretty crazy. Yeah. It's awesome. So that's, I mean, that's a really massive addition to the town. And to, so who's performing there? Like what's... Um, so that's our headliners, Bill and Joel Plaskett, oh, performing nice. there, and, and a guy named William Prince, who's a great songwriter as well. So that's Sunday evening, and that kind of like yeah. closes everything off. And, It'll be crazy. Yeah, it's so, just like a beautiful, grassy, big yeah. amphitheater. Like it's just... Yeah lawns that are cut into the stage and it's yeah. so beautiful it's very impressive. the clearing yeah. the yeah. sunsets like amazingly over it i'm so excited i mean i was saying to somebody the other day like it's such a big addition to the town but i think it, it fits because it's just really yeah right homey and and yeah i think it's gonna be a really nice venue for the town and for the area and brunswick hopefully they use it a yeah. lot like yeah because yeah. i heard when they put it in that they were they had restrictions on it or something like that yeah i mean i know sounds like it may have changed a little bit i think yeah they're gonna they're gonna take their time with it is is what i've heard and and just kind of yeah but i hope yeah do some diverse programming and something for everybody and and really utilize it because it's such a is that where james mullinger yes yeah Yeah, so so that yeah like you said diverse programming that'd be awesome yeah and david miles is playing there this later this summer and yeah, so they're doing different kinds of programming throughout the summer. And, and, yeah, they've yeah. had, like, a yoga meetup there, too. <laughs> right. and, like, oh, really? Yeah, all different oh, that's things. That's awesome. Yeah. It kind of, like, exemplifies St. Andrews as a as a town, right? Right. Like, just <laughs> environmentally <laughs> friendly and yeah. just yeah. happy. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, Danny, do you want to talk a, bl- a bit about the activities that are being offered? Yeah, sure, year? I'd love to. Um, one of the ones that I'm really excited for is the Dragon Boat Clinic. So that's going to take place in uh, Katie's Cove. Oh, forgive my sick brain. I believe it's Saturday. Okay. <laughs> um, and so that one's really neat because the St. Andrews Paddling Club is a new club that formed in town. And um, it's a lot of uh, people that want to engage high schoolers in um, uh, dragon boat racing, which is really cool because it's an awesome community. You need about like 20, 30 people to run a dragon boat. Right. And so they're holding a clinic with this uh, coach who used to do um, Canada 
uh, coach for the Canada paddling team. Great. So she's going to be doing the clinic there, and it's going to be awesome, especially if you want to like get started on, on uh, yeah. dragon boat racing. Cool. So there's the dragon boat um, course. Yeah. And then there's what? There's yoga. <clears throat> yep. There's actually two different yoga events. Okay. So there's the one down at the blockhouse. It's kind of good if you're looking for like a chill way to open up your weekend. It's a Friday evening. You. It's gonna be sponsored by Lowly too, which means you might get a free mat if Ooh. I hear the rumors correctly. <laughs> um, which Ooh, is again an exclusive piece of information. There here. you go. <laughs> um, and uh, then our second one is Ka Yoga. So it combines kayaking and yoga. I saw that. So how does that work? Yeah. So it's led. <laughs> by Bruce Smith um, there's gonna be some yoga I believe in your kayak um, on the way over to Ministers Island stop at Ministers Island get out and do some dry yoga okay. <laughs> on solid land and then um, circle back towards Bar Road I want to see the in yoga or in kayak yoga yeah I want to see how that's performed yeah, yeah. I feel like I would easily do that <laughs> but I'm sure Bruce has it all under control <laughs> Take some strong core, that's yeah, for sure. Yeah, I would say, yeah. <laughs> um, okay, so there's yoga, dragon boat. What other activities? Uh, the big canoe one is also really exciting. So CK... And me. And me. <laughs> <laughs> I look to Luke. Um, CK and me provides these, like, really big canoes. Um, they're a really fun way to, like, meet people throughout the weekend. Um, that's going to be on... The big canoe is Friday. Friday. <laughs> Friday. Um, and you can bring like groups of friends and get in a canoe and be able to like get out on the water, which is awesome if you like don't normally do that and are interested or Yeah, that's or, a good event for beginners. Or, yeah. And then they'll go to the we have the concert on Ministers Island that same time, so they'll stop and go to the concert actually at the island and yeah, cool. and then and then head back after and yeah. Yeah, they're big canoes, and they're super fun. So you say big canoes. What are, what are we talking? Like 20 people in one <laughs> really? canoe. Yeah. <laughs> if you want to see pictures, we've got pictures on the website from last year, and nice. they're so fun. People went out in the raid last year, and they came back yeah. with, like, smiles on their face. They were yeah. so excited. Sounds pretty cool. Yeah. Um, any other activities of note? Uh, a lot. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we have a big... Just, oh, my we have a gosh, lot of so different, Yeah, I mean, we... A big, as I said, a big part this year is sort of environmental awareness and yeah. talk so. about speed dating nature. <laughs> yeah, go, go um, that. so that's an event that I'm running on Sunday. Speed dating nature. Yeah, you heard me awesome. right. Let's hear it. Um, two thirty to five on Sunday. That's that's the only one I have in my brain. Right. Um, and that one is going to be like if you are excited about the environment and you haven't quite found your niche to help out yet. Um, come on down to Sunbury Shores and like learn about a bunch of them all at once. It's oh, yeah. a chance for you to, if you want to get your feet wet with maybe starting simple at home, reduce your plastic, or um, how to, uh, we're going to have Parks Canada, they're going to talk about pollinators, so if you're into gardening and want to help the bees this summer, you can talk to them about that, and there's going to be some music in the back room, and Sunbury Shores is an awesome venue Space, too yeah. yeah the gallery looks out over the water so we're gonna have some soundscape artistry music <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> which will combine some nice nature sounds mm-hmm. so it'll be a nice afternoon to yeah. love mother nature yeah, cool yeah excited about that one too that sounds there's, really cool there's the annual beach cleanup as well yeah. that we right. do every year and 
You know, it's just things like that. that so we when try is the beach cleanup? The beach cleanup is Sunday morning. Okay. Uh, at Pagan Point. So yeah. yeah. That one's family friendly, so you can bring the whole family, and, and there'll be bags provided if you just want to yeah, do help out a little bit. That's always appreciated. Cool. Um, so when does the festival officially like kick off? So it kicks off on Thursday. Okay. So we have uh, our first official event is actually, so Bruce Smith, who's the original founder of Puddlefest, is paddling from Deer Island. So he owns and operates Seaside Seascape Kayak Tours on Deer Island. So he leaves from there and paddles with the group to the wharf here in St. Andrews. And that's kind of the official kickoff. And then the first uh, big show is Thursday night at the Algonquin. And that's with uh, the Hypochondriacs and the Olympic Symphonium, and Jenna Berry. Oh, nice. Yeah, so that'll be a good kickoff, and then, and yeah. So we're at the Algonquin, like, where's the stage? Uh, that's in the Van Horn Ballroom, so the old oh, cool. casino building. Yeah, so that'll be nice. Yeah, yes, that's a nice room, yeah. Um, so this year, as far as, like, the acts that you have booked, what's what are you most excited for? Um, I mean, I'm excited for, for everything. I think, you know, like, the Deep Dark Woods, are, I'm a big fan, they're going to be oh, great, yeah. and... Hannah George's, I think, will be really special, and um, lots of, like, up-and-coming bands that I'm really excited about, yeah. in, like the East Coast, you know, Spoutnik, who are a band from Edmonston, who are really cool, kind of like a, almost like an LCD sound system. Oh, really? Yeah, I think they're, hopefully, I don't know if people are that familiar with them, and I hopefully, they, people take it away, pleasant surprise, because they're really cool, and um, yeah, band Bloom, who are, who are really cool, and um, Force Fields, who are, um, yeah, just who are great. Yeah. New Brunswick staple. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And yeah, we got a little, you know, we got some of the old favorites, which is always fun to kind of do a combination of old favorites and new, you know, so people like Isaac and Blewett who have been playing Paddlefest for 20 years. And, oh, right, if you haven't you know. seen them yet, you really need to. <laughs> yeah. They are two fantastic yeah. old dudes that know how to put on a really good show. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, Deep Dark Woods is going to be, I think, have you ever seen them? I've never seen them. No. no. So I think like their music live is just going to have a, yeah, just a, a real large atmosphere yeah. sound. I think yeah, it's going to be really so. good. Yeah. I'm pretty excited about that. Yeah. And Joel Plaskett at the, at the amphitheater, at the amphitheater yeah. I think. Yeah. So we had Joel. Especially after hearing about like the sunset feel to it <laughs> and stuff like right. just how it looks and yeah. how beautiful it is. I yeah. think that'll be awesome. Yeah. I think so. And yeah, we try and create those special venues, special moments with places like that. Yeah. Yeah, it so. kind of takes care of itself. Hopefully, as long as it doesn't <laughs> rain, that's the kicker. I but. know. Right? <laughs> it's like the one thing that you can't control. Yeah, yeah, no. Maybe the gods will come together for us. Yeah. Fingers crossed. So, I mean, the past few years, the bookings have just been incredible. Are there any bands that you have on your bucket list that you just you'll always keep trying to get, or that you have tried to get and? Uh, okay. Yeah, there's definitely some. I can't even say to be honest. But <laughs> right. who would you want to see? That's what I. That's yeah. how I always have to differ. Like I like to. I like to get feedback from our crowd. And, yeah. You know, I think there's a certain type of band and a type of act that fits Paddlefest, and that's right. what we try and actively seek out. Um, I don't know. I mean, there's yeah, there's a there's a big list. Yeah, I think whether it's attainable or not. Some like a band like Wilco, I think, would just be yeah. like a, a crazy. Yeah, I mean, that would be, that would be yeah, <laughs> obviously, obviously, right? No, yeah, but, probably uh, not. But you never know. Hey, or even like I've even Jeff Tweedy, like right, solo, right? right. Like yeah. I saw him at the Imperial in St. John solo, right? And that yeah. like incredible, yeah. And just 
captivating. He does the same thing, like he does the same thing that the Bar Brothers do in that song, where he one of his songs he brings the crowd right down to nothing, right? Like, right. Um, just that command over an audience, and that style of music, I think, is really yeah what Paddlefest is all about. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. Um, so. <laughs> How to ask this question? Are there any lessons that you've learned over the years? Yeah, <laughs> that you I've probably forgotten. Talk about. Yeah. It. Um, I mean, I I think. Let's see. <laughs> there is. I'm just trying to figure out the best best way to say it. Um, I mean, just don't overthink things and don't try and you know I've realized that you know we try and strike a balance of everything and sometimes maybe you know less is more and maybe you know you should concentrate on, on more events or sorry less events and, and just focus them um, but at the same time with so many moving parts of the festival I think we just yeah we really like to have something for everyone and, and really yeah. um, and I've you know I always tell myself, hey, is it is it almost too big now, in a right. way? Like, but which is part of part of it, right? Part of like, growing, and yeah. we've, we've been lucky enough to to be able to do that. But right. we never want to get too big, and that's right. something you know. I always want to kind of tell myself, all right, like. So yeah. how do you prevent something from getting too big? <laughs> right. <laughs> I mean, it's you know, especially something like this where it's just it's so perfect. Like you know what I right. mean. Population might be at your favor, but right. I think. Even that at this point, it's yeah, it's grown to a like it's starting to. There's almost a tipping point where something gets so big that it it gets there, and now it's being recognized so much and has so much acclaim that it will actually. You're gonna start selling out. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, like yeah. You're gonna run, and that's like, the that's yeah. We run that risk for sure. Um, I mean, just keeping that vibe that what we've talked about already. You know that community yeah. feel and that that you know reunion of people that all experience it together it's not something you want to lose you know in the process of getting bigger and you know where the where we host the main stage in town square we can't really even get any bigger there right um so in that end unless we were to move and and start from scratch somewhere else but then you lose the but then we lose i think you know to be able to have the stage right there with the water and you know with everything right there on on water street is pretty special and pretty unique I like to think so absolutely yeah um yeah no I think that's a big part of what Paddlefest is where it is yeah like where the stage is and like just yeah. being able to leave and walk down the sidewalk and right, right yeah. on front street and most people are staying you know either at the campground or exactly or the Kennedy Inn or the exactly. Sowers or Seaside so you know you're that's right you're fun it's on the road and then you know and, and that's there's no big lineups really or you're not you know waiting hours for a beer or to go to the bathroom or yeah. you yeah. just get to enjoy <laughs> it and... exactly so, yeah um what advice would you have for somebody who wanted to start their own festival um don't <laughs> no i wouldn't necessarily uh i mean i've seen a lot of festivals come and go and and i think a thing is don't start out too big you right. know Paddlefest grew through the years and and before i was even involved was always very small and very you know focused mm-hmm. on a on a community feel and that's something that is as we've grown it we've kept and you know don't want to get too big for your bridges so 
I think, you know, if you if you want to start a, an event, start small and, and just kind of focus on what the, what the festival is trying to present. And, yeah. And rather than, you know, trying to get big names or, or trying to sell out your first year or whatever, just, yeah, just focus on what the actual event stands for and means. Yeah, quality and meaning. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that's... That makes a lot of sense. Yeah. Um, so, if say I was on the fence, why should why should I attend Paddlefest? Why should the why, why should <laughs> yeah why should the elevator pitch? Yeah, <laughs> give me the elevator pitch. Um, I mean, I just think it's like as we've said, it's just kicks off the summer, and it's just a you know I like to think a warm welcome, small little festival for good people, and you know everything's super accessible. Everything is. You know, with yeah, just yeah. Everyone is so <laughs> warm and welcoming. Just do it. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's such it's so fun to be like part of that festival community for the weekend, and mm-hmm. I've heard of people like having like a festival down after it's over because <laughs> it's just it's so much love all at once, and it sounds really cheesy to talk about. I mean, I think that's the that's the core thing of festivals and, super, and music and events yeah. and, and community. It's just, yeah, you you feel that you know there's. 300 of your closest friends even if you don't know them all you've they're all experiencing it together yeah and that's special and it's something that i think means a lot to people you know we all you know go through trials and tribulations and it's nice to have things like this to enjoy and look forward to and 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 yeah so i think that's important yeah it is a it's a feeling you can't really describe yeah you just yeah anyone that's been there knows it so that's what you say you know what i mean like well you know that feeling you get Come get it. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, yeah. yeah. And then you will know how it feels. Once you get it, you yeah. always you keep chasing it. it. That's, yeah. that's how it gets you. Yeah. That's, exactly. That's Luke's long con, actually. <laughs> that was that? That's Luke's long yeah. con. That's how I've that's... roped people. <laughs> <laughs> that's perfect. All right, guys. Um, anything else you want to say before we, before we end this? Um, I mean, I guess, yeah, tickets still available. You can check our website, publicsnb.ca, and we always love to hear from people and get feedback, too, so send us a message or an email, and we're still looking for volunteers, and, yeah. Cool. Yeah. Registration, registration is on until for, like, all the activities. Some of them need registration. Some of them require fees if there's, like, an instructor or something just to cover their costs, so all the information for that is on the Paddlefest website. And if you are nervous about trying something out, don't be. It's amazing. It's such a fun environment. <laughs> it's to, the like, feeling get you get. Yeah. You'll it. get that feeling. Yeah. yeah. Come, so, come and get it. Yeah. yeah. So paddlefestnb.ca? Yes, that's right. Perfect. Yeah. All right. Thanks, guys. Thank you so Thank much. You. That was so fun.